Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello you miserable bastards and welcome to the Misery Hunters podcast. My name is Jamie Coburn and joining me is Andrew Christie. All right. And that is it. That is it. People are going to start speculating that there's a massive rift going on with the Misery Uh, Hunters right now. And you all know why. Oh yeah. Feel free to speculate wildly (laughs) in the comments. (laughs) Uh, I mean, we said on the last podcast, I think we were on, we were talking about the Betfred Cup or whatever it's called now, the Via Play Cup group stage. Won't be for very much longer if uh, the news is to be believed. That's true. Uh, And essentially, that we really needed to hit the ground running, well, Robbo really needed to hit the ground running with this. And Montrose is a team that we really should be beating. And then he decided to play our brand new Irish goal-scoring striker at uh, left wing back. Yeah. So... I mean, it wasn't I, very good. I wasn't at it, and I, I just realised I've also not watched the highlights, so I'm pretty useless. And yet, some <laughs> of you as well will say, "What is the point of listening to us at one podcast when the host has not got a clue what's going on?" I will ask you, "Hello, are you oh. new here?" Um, but uh, Andrew was at the game. I was unfortunately there, so Andrew can tell us. And I was just—it was—it was very, very poor. I think the two extremes of the fan fan reaction this week has been sort of split between. It's only pre-season and the world is ending. We're getting relegated. Kind of head's gone implosion. And I think I kind of lie somewhere between the two. Yeah, I think like, that's don't fair get me, Don't get me wrong. It's Just get it on record that it was an absolute embarrassment. Like really, really bad. That was an embarrassing loss. It can't be allowed to happen again under any circumstances. But at the same time, um, I don't really think it's kind of indicative of anything more sinister than just being very shit on the day. And we can kind of talk about why we were shit because mm. you know that's what we're here to do whether it's the new formation the kind of format of the cup players being played out position whatever but there's context and perspective needed and i think ultimately we just got it very wrong on the day 
and lost to a team who, with all due respect, we should be beaten with kind of relative ease, to be honest. Mm-hmm. No, that, like, I mean, in their second game, they get beat by 4 for. So, like, I don't know what that means for us that <laughs> um, as a game we should have won. He seems to, he done this sort of last year where he played with a tactic that we didn't go into this, the league season with. Mm. I don't know if he's doing the same. I've had a few people mention, do you think it's just his way of to, like, getting the board to go, look, we need more investment in the team here. We're, like, down to bare bones and we need a new I, left wing back or what? You know, it may well be, but I don't think the... So we lined up in a kind of a 3-4-3 is my sort of best approximation of how we lined up. But I don't think the new shape's necessarily that bad an idea. It was just implemented very poorly on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like we just There was no movement of the ball in midfield. Um, Gorgic and O'Hara just seemed a wee bit pinned back and there was no kind of trying to build anything through the middle. And it just seemed to get chucked in favour of just long balls from Gallagher and Dunn towards not very much um, especially playing high balls against Montrose they're just totally presenting their hands they have you know the experience of Sean Dillon and uh, the big number four whose name escapes me but I think got man in the match on the day they just you know they're happy to just head everything away all day against Grieve, Kilty and a not very match fit looking Mandron so I guess we created nothing and you know what sort of half chances we did create just kind of felt with people that were miles off it and I just just was very slow, very turgid, very pre-season to be honest, which it's obviously very early in the summer, but it's the same for both teams. So I don't really think that's necessarily an excuse. Yeah, we know obviously Robinson made these comments last um last year and while we tried to defend Robbo as much as we can, like that was a hard one to defend and he can't bring that up again yes it is early on and you are still finding your team and you're finding your best formation and you're still essentially putting everybody together but so are Montrose like, like yeah and and on paper still like we should be beating them like our B team should be beating them when like, it comes to like when you look at the the challenge cup and your B team's playing Montrose you expect them to do probably better than what we did um I can't remember who it was that said it it might have been Kenny or whatever on the Discord that was talking about in these type of games, right? Obviously, we noticed our strongest weakness, or strongest weakness, or, or our weakness last season was teams that didn't want much of the ball, and we had the most possession of play. Yeah. So I said, why don't we in these games when we're getting about sixty percent of the possession, put on Fraser Taylor, you know, a guy who is clearly like he's quite small in that, but he wants yeah. the ball at his feet. He can play with the ball. Technically, very feet. very good. He's got. He ability to unlock that defence. You know, and what he's saying there is correct. Like, we've got some great use prospects, we keep being told, but we don't really see it. And yeah. in games like this, you, you think, right, well, let's go. Let's, right. Because our tactic always is be to catch teams on, like, um, when they're up the field, turn the play, you know, against possession, counter attack. And against a team like Montrose, that isn't how you, we we need a plan B. It's how it, it's them kind of deploying that against us mm-hmm. that lost the goal. Same with the Morton goal as well. It was very much a a thing we've seen us do to kind of big quote unquote bigger teams, the Celtic Rangers, etc. Mm-hmm. 
we did look a wee bit sharper in the middle when then Boyd Munns came on. You know, he's got a really good pass on and really good vision, but even then we just struggled to break them down. Um, don't league. get me wrong, we were also playing against Willie Collum, we should say. <laughs> a couple of decisions. I think Marco Harry had a, the ball in the goal, which was kind of brought back for a free kick for no reason. Should have had a penalty for the, the left-back's handball as well, but ah, that's just finding excuses where there, there are none, really. It was a, we were beaten by a more up-for-it team that we should not have been losing to. Mm-hmm. My, and, I was going to say my, my early prediction here, and this is like a little preview into our season preview that will eventually be out, uh, where we make predictions, is I think Keelan Boyd-Munts will be our player this season next year. And... Um, I did say Marco Hara last year, so you know I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking the truth here. I think he's going to yeah. be a very important player for us. I think he will as well. We just yeah, he looks really sharp. I think they can see him as the the Erdogan replacement. I can certainly see the thinking behind that. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, one of the things that's been kind of leveled at Robinson a lot is playing McMenamin at left wing back. Uh, which I'm not. I don't really want to defend because obviously it's it's not his position, but. I think it's safe to say that's not our plan for him. No, no. You know, despite what Robinson might say in interviews, he was played at left wing back on Saturday because we had nobody else. Um, Sutherland's maybe, maybe a bit of a stretch, the kind of more physical game than he's maybe up for at this point. Uh, Tanza, I'm not really sure where Tanza is. I'm assuming he's injured, but I he's not been so in the past I, few I'm squads. But um, it didn't work this way on the day, but I think it was safe to say going in. I don't think it was kind of arrogance to assume that Strain and McMenamin on either wing wouldn't have to do a lot of defending. Yeah, and you, you think they would be able to be able to attack maybe a wee bit more. Yeah, I remember I watched, when we signed McMenamin. Um, I watched like a YouTube video, and I was sitting and I just presumed it was his goals. I didn't realize I was watching his goals and assists. Yeah, and there was a winger yeah. that kept like setting up all these goals. I was like, God, we need to sign this winger as well. Before <laughs> I realized that was McMenamin, I was like, Right, okay, I got you. Um, so he obviously has that to his game. It's just obviously not worked out the way we. They, they planned it to be yeah because it wasn't as much where he was on the pitch it was the fact that we were totally bypassing them with 40 yard long balls to to nothing mm-hmm. that Montrose were more than happy to deal with um I think Mandron up top himself in that kind of number nine role had a bit of a rough day um I think he's probably pretty far from full match fitness to to kind of be fair to him but I kind of struggled again he was kind of bullied by a defence that looking at him you wouldn't think should be the case you know he's a he's a big big lad and there's one thing you'd expect him to do is win headers but I think maybe a few weeks still off in match fitness so we're kind of jury's out on that one I'm not going to get too on his back yet I don't think yeah um how, how did McMenamin play at all like because obviously this is kind of the longest we've got to see him other than he's kind of brief cameo against Morton to be honest he didn't have a lot of the ball when he does have the ball he looks very sharp very direct you know we've seen him he's looking at various clips before joining he's he's great with the ball at feet um but i don't know I'm, i mean i may be talking at a ton i didn't watch a lot of i don't watch a lot of the irish league so but from his compilations i see him kind of playing more on the right and cutting inside mm-hmm. which you know sticking him out left maybe doesn't play to his strength so if personnel allows on Saturday we might see him front of a uh, right of a front three maybe mm-hmm. or or front left with Tanzer or Sutherland behind him but yeah it's not the position that's going to get the best out of him but I also don't think it was 
if we if we line up that way against Hibs on the f- opening weekend, uh, I'd be very surprised. Put it that way. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Um, the we're obviously we've got our prof after this. Uh, we lost our prof at this point last season as well. <laughs> uh, so I guess this will kind of see, like obviously, hopefully we'll, we'll reshuffle. Maybe we've got hopefully an extra body in. Um, I mean, we can talk about that a wee bit later. Uh, the the mystery striker that's been teased that was supposed <laughs> to be signing at the start of the week. I mean, Robinson really should have realised. Do not say that in the press because it's, a bit, it's quite it's quite on Robinson, isn't it? Yeah, to to kind of because what we said we signed him last night, sort of thing. Yeah, and we'll we'll get it, we'll get it announced early next week, and you're sitting there going, "Well, have we?" Yeah, and then especially with it, like clearly. There's a few accounts maybe this morning Twitter have on mute and they're not aware of how desperate they are to see a signing. To dangle that little carrot out there and then, you know, just whip it straight back in and be like, yeah. don't know what you're talking about, mate. But, I mean, obviously we'll have um, Stav Nakmani starting on Saturday. Yeah. Or not, maybe not starting, but we'll feature, I imagine, at some point. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It's quite exciting like where he kind of plays as well because yeah. I'll hold my hands up and say I, I don't know where he'd be best played if we're playing a front three like is he going I mean to I've only just learned that his name is Nachmani and not Namani so yeah. yeah I hope you're all impressed with the, the little stank I put on that mm-hmm. uh, I, I think is it Transfer Market's got it spelt Nachmani yeah 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 so, um, Rob- Robinson said that that way as well so ah, I'm just following go. following the, the boss mm-hmm. the cultured one yeah <laughs> uh, uh, so it'll be interesting to see where whereabouts he plays like kind of front three are we going to obviously we'll probably play Mandron because you're wanting him to get a bit more into the legs for the season coming up yeah um, but then, did score twice against our growth back in I want to say start of the year for Motherwell mm-hmm. so it's got previous if he previous. that's the only goal just goes this season that would be pretty useful at this point but then you've got you've got Grieve obviously like we've been talking about Grieve and we can talk about that a wee bit later as well about what where his future sort of lies within the club, but that's an option as well. I'd probably prefer to grieve to come off the bench, and then um, uh, Toyosi Olasanya, he scored in a like he scored against uh, Queens Park in a bounce yeah. game. He looked very sharp on Saturday. To be fair, it was it's easy to I don't know maybe it's it's easy to come onto a game where we're, we're shit and kind of look like you're mm-hmm. one of the better ones, but. He, he, Got himself into a good position a few times, made really good runs, a couple of crosses that were like looked dangerous, should have been converted. So I I think it's another option off the bench whether you start him or not. Because mm-hmm. do, do we assume we'll maybe go with the three four three again? Do I, th- reckon, I think or? so. I think the way Robinson is, I, I think he's kind of wanting to like because was that a three four three we tried to start with last time or was that a four three three? I think it was maybe more a four three three. I mean, yeah. it's much from that national form- yeah. formations kind of bleed into one another, don't yeah. they? But so it's clearly something maybe he's been trying. He'll try and do, or maybe I don't know. Maybe it's all part of his master plan to make the Premier League teams think that that's the way he's going to set up, and then change <laughs> that. I don't know. Mind games. Yeah, but we'll, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about with the the League Cup? Not really, I think Charles Dunn had a, a pretty rough game yeah, on Saturday, I think. I mean, don't get me wrong, like there was nothing to cheer about on Saturday, but our fans were 
up there with the worst I've experienced at some Arn game from minute one. So um, I've never been to Montrose before, so we got in and I, I saw Mark in the, the main stand, so I went up and sat beside him. Like Usually I would have picked the kind of behind the goals with with the crowd, but I just thought I'd go sit next to Mark and that was more the kind of, I guess, main stand mm-hmm. at Paisley, main stand folk. And it's unbelievable from minute one, the abuse Robinson and Charles Dunn was getting this like, Anyone would have a bad day at their work if you've got yeah. fucking idiots at the side of the pitch just telling you that, calling you everything from minute one. There was pretty rough to hear, to be honest. And I, I think that really got to done and just had a very poor performance. And I think for for his sake, to be honest, I think Richard Taylor's maybe the, the starter for Saturday. I, I w- <clears throat> Sorry, I, w- I would agree with that as well. I think Taylor... You know, you saw how how he ended the season as well, Richard Taylor, and he, he would deserve the start. And I would, yeah, I, I mean, would... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of both. And I'd be more than happy for them to kind of fight out for that starting place. But at this point, I think it has to be Taylor. Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent agree. Um, and we'll talk about a few other things after this. I'm Ryan Strain, and you're listening to the Misery Hunters podcast. Speak of the devil. Yeah. No 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 meaning behind that. But uh <laughs> so it looks like there's some unnamed clubs having a wee sniff about them. I mean, yeah. I'm actually shocked it's taken this long. I think it's inevitable. I'm actually surprised you're still here. Yeah. Um and I think that'll be sorry, the tougher one to replace. I think would be yeah. Like with Bacchus I think that's going, a I think with the way Bacchus plays in the midfield, yeah. We can back is a great player, but we can find someone that will do his job if he leaves. Yeah, Carson as well. Carson's an excellent keeper, but there's other excellent keepers out there. Ryan Strain, as close to irreplaceable as mm-hmm. it gets, to be honest. I think we kind of knew that last season when we yeah. we, we saw him playing. You and you, you always look at that Australian squad and go, "Why are you not playing him? Because he's yeah. he's so much better than Atkinson. He's <laughs> an absolute asset to our team that is." far too good for this league and really will make it down in England like higher championship does he have the fitness levels in the to, for a Premier League side maybe not but he would get a very very good career in the championship yeah and even some foreign teams which I mean he's already played in the Israeli league so you know he'll he'll go he'll maybe look out further afield the English clubs coming up for him you know, are going to be obvious links to Anton Ferdinand's agency. And when he signed that deal with them, you kind of knew that he was probably going to be away. So I mean, so- even even back in January, I thought we'd have cl- even clubs up here. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Atkinson kept them out the um, national side, but he would have improved that heart side tenfold. Right. Even even like your, your old firms, like he's not. Like, I generally don't think it's hyperbole to say that he's one of the best players in the league. Mm-hmm. The best fullback in the league, um, I don't think there's much question as far as I'm concerned. No, 100%. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned Carson there. Carson, we haven't really talked about the fact that he's there's a photo of him in the training gear. and Aye. But there's no number on his shirt, which um, Sam likes to say that the numbers can be changed later because they're not 100% registered yet. And <laughs> if... You saw that he tweeted something about his son's birthday 
and like all these tweets saying, oh, get your dad back in the Samantok and Samantok, we can't wait to see number one again. And he liked them all. Don't know if he was just going in a... I think oh. he's just being polite on his, yeah. on his kids. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, who knows? You've got to look into these things. I, I I don't know where I place myself in the Carson thing, but at the moment, like, and I know what's been said on here before and stuff, I'm, I've, I'm going to throw my support by, behind Hemming. I think Robinson and that know what they're doing. He's clearly a, a decent enough goalkeeper. Like the champion from going from the Scottish Championship to the Scottish Premier League, there isn't a huge jump up with with that kind of the teams that he was playing. He can't just become a shit goalkeeper overnight. Like because he won, he was like their player, the Kilmarnock's player of the year that year. And I guess we should, obviously Kilmarnock had had their not without their merits last season. They had some very good attacking players, but. The defence that he had in front of him mm-hmm. maybe made him look worse. I don't know. I'm trying to try to find the kind of silver lining. I'm. I don't. I'm. I'm I fully support him, and if he's number one, then so be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think Carson would be such a massive hole to fill, and absolutely no no shade on Heming by saying that, but. If we don't get it absolutely right, yeah, it's it's ten or twelve points. Genuinely, that's oh. how important. That's how big Carson was for us last season, and mm-hmm. Hemming may well be the person to replace him. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I touched you there. No, I should no. also say that Jamie's camera is not on, so Aye. I can't see him going to speak. <laughs> so I keep interrupting him, and I just sound incredibly rude. So sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, I had technical difficulties. Uh, um, <laughs> the other thing, like goalkeeping, obviously, there's a bit of a confidence position and factor in there and the fact Carson's still registered at the club and fans are constantly asking where Carson is and is he coming back and he's still technically it's when he's turned up for the the photo shoot but I don't think he's trained yet um, um I mean even uh, the comments under his saying announcement like whatever you think of him I think you just you shut up and you keep that to your mm-hmm. your is private that- group chats because he, he reads it mm-hmm. of right. course he does him and his family will read that but there's a big Carson-shaped shadow yeah. over Hemming at the moment. And if Carson is not to play for this club again, then get him out. That's, yeah, that's the easiest thing to do. It's the only thing to allow like a bit more support for Hemming. Because if he's still at the club and Hemming has a bad game, the, the shouts are going to come from the crowd. Where's Carson? Get Carson back. I mean, again, we were about 30 seconds out in the game on Saturday before someone shouted at Robinson to get Carson in goals. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think I think maybe the, the price tag that we've put on Carson might be turning for th- off. You know, he's... Oh, just, I think that's just put on there just to show Carson... Like, yeah, like, I think we're, it's a we're bit of not a fuck the one. You, yeah. uh, we're not budging on this one. You want to sit here and waste the, the latter years of your career, then that's up to you. But I think overall, you're just, we're just going to like, or what we could be doing, which is another massive fuck you to Carson, is wait until all the teams round about us sign goalkeepers and then release them. Yeah, because which they have, I think. Which Dundee United have signed a new goalkeeper. Um, I think, St Johnston, Kilmarnock. Yeah, they've all signed keepers. So Dundee, like, I. So I mean, you'd maybe think he's you know he's got always got a, a kind of young family. Maybe with maybe he'd want to go back down. I saw Blackpool were one of the teams mm-hmm. linked at the very start, so that seems like it would maybe suit him geographically more. But yeah. I, I think it just needs to be sorted. To be honest, mm-hmm. I think 
like you say, it's not doing Hemming any good. And if Robinson says Hemming's number one, then we need to do everything to support his development because he's a young keeper. Yeah, he's a he's young what, keeper. He's twenty-three, which is which is a baby for a keeper. Mm-hmm. So still still learning, still developing. So we need to get fully behind him and kind of aid that as much as we can. And like you say, having that shadow of the the Carson situation over him, and kind of find it ready to pounce. And using Carson as that kind of stick to beat him with, it's not going to help him at all. The other thing is, Carson's on a first-team wage. Yeah. A first-team wage did not even appear on the bench. I I don't think that's going to... I don't think we'll facilitate that for much longer. And I'm either something's going to happen, and like Hemmings probably... If this is the case, it's probably already been spoken to Hemmings that he'll get a chance in the cup, and then Carson's going to come in number one, and you're going to be on the bench, and we're going to loan Arminski out. Or yeah. we need to get rid of that wage that Carson's on and bring someone else that's, in. It's a wage that could be used, you know, looking at Saturday, like there's maybe four or five positions that we could do with strengthening. I mean, we're probably going to be looking at replacing the first team right wing back pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Could do our first choice left wing back as well, or at least competition for, yeah, for Tanza. I know um, there's had a couple of trialists, I think. I saw online is it Jordan Marshall of Dundee and uh or formerly of Dundee, sorry. And is it Blue Strap? Blue Strap, yeah. I mean, these are all been online. We're not saying that these uh, players are Yeah, we're just hooving this information yeah. off of various forums, but wouldn't be against either of them to be honest. I know No, there's they're they're young, they're you know I think well, I don't actually know what age Marshall is. But uh, I presume he's young. <laughs> um but straps Young enough, like um, there was rumours about him going abroad, um, and do you know what? He'll do a job. He might not be I as think... attacking as we want, but I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd be lying to say that I've seen him in many games. Yeah, I think as well. Like we, I think you guys mentioned it recently as well. We saw it with Terry Small last season. Just him coming in seemed to push Tans a wee yeah. bit. Yeah. So just having that that competition, and it's you know he's not guaranteed a place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it'll benefit everybody. And then I, th- I think, I don't know whether we still are, but I did hear something ages ago about us monitoring the Thierry Small uh, situation, possibly bringing him back and loan. I'd get behind that. But I did see that you saying that has now been... Oh yeah, I saw that on Twitter. A few people quoting that as their sources. It's yeah. like, no, that's, that's Jamie, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and I mean, the person who told me that uh, is a Patreon, so um, I won't say their it name. It was me, <laughs> I am the source. <laughs> Should we talk about that? Nah, we won't talk. Nah, about that. absolutely <laughs> um, not. Fuck off. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that alone. Um, well, there's also rumor, hunters are rumors about a striker. Yeah, we, we mentioned about Robinson dangling that carrot. Um, rumors about uh, Aaron Presley. Yeah, I heard kind of various rumors of we're interested, ranging from we're interested to it's done, but. He's in America. Was it mon- yeah, Monday morning, Brentford posted a picture of them on the, their US preseason tour, and he's there. So you think if it was, if it was as done, done I, as Robinson seems to seem to have suggested, this deal was, they wouldn't be taking them to America. Yeah, but because like the, I think the deal that I'd heard is we're getting them on a free, but there's loads of add-ons, which is aye. fair enough. Like he's a young striker, a, a beautiful man, I have to say. Like if I had a wee look at his Instagram and he's got all the modelling accounts and all this kind of thing, you're just like, right, okay, this is a new Alan Russell. 
But um, the, again, can't say I've seen him much, but apparently, no. like, I think, was he on loan at Leighton Orient? Is that right? Shit. Or, uh, MK Dons. Oh, this no, is where we were just. I think it actually was Accrington Stanley now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> we know nothing we know absolutely uh, you can see we've done our research before coming on he played for a insert lower league English side team Aye. here so and, all um, the same shit and I think the fans quite liked him so yeah I mean I'd be no. up for that but then Robinson then talked about the players that were coming in and then he was talking about a player that hadn't trained for 8 weeks so I presume he was talking about Nachmani there and then a player who's been coming back from injury and that isn't Aaron Presley, because I think he played most of the games last he season. He did. I, well, one name that's been kind of floated about is uh, Georgie Kelly of uh, Rotherham, uh, who I think a couple of teams tried to sign him up here when he was leaving Bohemians, mm-hmm. um, 20, 21-ish. Um, obviously, he's had his kind of injury worries as well, so maybe maybe it could be him. But again, we're kind of... Sorry, I'm trying to go. I'm trying to find in the chat when we were talking about all the different names. Yeah, because so excuse I think me for we saying like, uh, sort of throwing everybody in, weren't we? Because I basically we've all everyone's done the same thing. We've gone on to the transfer market and <laughs> seen who's out of contract or about to be and has recently been injured. So we'll see. I think it's Robinson. Obviously, likes to keep his cards very close to his chest. I think. That man drawn signing mm-hmm. just came out of nowhere. I think when we heard about it half an hour before it, it happened, it was totally out of left field. So I can see it being something like that. We were maybe it's not somebody we know. So obviously <laughs> it's not it's not Lewis Malt, which is yeah. As right, he's I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just looking at the comments and me putting in imagine if it was Aiden McGee after that rumor popped up on Twitter. Oh fuck me, I <laughs> Jesus, I really hope not. Um, I mean, God. I'll support whoever comes in, but I think that would be a tough one for a player that was out. Like, I, I, when we've had to deal with injury problems with like a Yunga and you know, like Tony Watt, we brought in then to replace him, and then he got injured. Even Brophy out on loan got injured again. Now we've sold him. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to, yeah. to, to to see what kind of player comes in off the back of. I think of I would. Ho- I think, or I would hope that we're. We're a bit too smart for that mm-hmm. these days. But you never know, maybe. It's, I guess like you've got to kind of look at what's available and what yeah. positions Robinson wants to improve and you've just kind of got to, you know, roll the dice on it and see what comes up. But uh, Any other positions or transfer news? I'm trying to think. I don't think there is now. Um, is there anything you think we're still, still needing? I think... That we've not mentioned yet? Possibly... Another centre back cover, yeah, yeah. Because Joe Shaughnessy leaving, I think was even though we offered him a contract, I think was I'm not too fussed about. Even though I, I did love the man, yeah, I think it, it was time, unfortunately, but it was. Mm-hmm. But that was under the impression that Gallagher and you know, and then Dunn signing a new contract, and you've got Richard Taylor, but then it looks. Like Gallagher may have lost a bit of pace. I mean, after the, I think it was last time I I was on with you. It was after the Dumbarton game, and I kind of spoke about him looking like back to his best, and maybe it was the Dumbarton air that made me me think <laughs> that. But he looked miles off it on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, miles off it. Uh, 
you know, whether it's maybe maybe feeling he's, he's back or something, I don't mm-hmm. know. But yeah, it was kind of a bit concerning to see, to be honest. That's it's not he's never one that's been blessed with pace. No, you know, he's got countless um great qualities, but pace never really been one of them. But even then, he's looked to have lost a wee bit. So again, I'm hoping that's just more of a a shit day in the office for everybody yeah. rather than indicative of anything. But worse. I, think, I think people but, might have mentioned it in the Morton game as well. So that's two games in a row. Yeah. Which then yeah. starts to add up. And then you may be thinking, right, he was out injured quite a lot last season. He's had a back issue. Maybe this is him just trying to get back up to scratch again. Um, and fingers crossed, that's all it is. And it's not just like the back injuries getting to him, adding up and, you know, wearing away at him. Fingers crossed. Because on his day, he's an excellent defender. There was times oh, yeah, last definitely. season he was like, he was out of this world for us. There's times last season when you're like, what the fuck are you doing at St. Martin? Yeah. Like, don't tell him how good he is, but... Ah, it's a bit worrying. But other than that, then, I think midfield were pretty much covered. You yeah. know, if Bacchus goes, then we'll bring someone in, but I don't think he will go. The injury that's kind of, that he's got is kind of fell in our favour a wee bit. I so think I, it has, yeah. We'll Unfortunately for Bacchus, yeah, I'm, I'm a massive fan. I do think he deserves... He's moved, but I'm happy for it to stick around. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll be um, here till at least January. And then, so you're then looking at right backs. I mean, like, I couldn't tell you any left backs that we should be signing other than the people yeah. that we sometimes get linked to. So I, I couldn't come out and go, right, we need another right back um, for strain. So I guess we do need some right back cover now that I think about it. We've only got one. I, I think it's, I guess, oh, yeah, we kind of realise how much. We, we realised how much we were spoiled by having Richard Tate. Mm-hmm. Uh, just his versatility was just so good. He could cover maybe three or four positions when yeah. needed. The best right back and left back in the league, or first <laughs> um, in, in history, according to one member of Misery Hunters. <laughs> but um, I think that's it. Aye. Are you going to our broth at the weekend? I am not. I'm working in the shop. Are you? Uh, I am indeed. I'm hope- hoping for better than last week, but saying that we did lose in pace with our both last mm-hmm. last year, but I just assume or hope that they've kind of been read the riot act after Saturday because as much as like we do tend to try and look for the positives and kind of defend them, like it was pretty. It was very very poor. It was embarrassing on Saturday. So yeah, they've been th- read think, the riot I think, act. I think when we were looking at the positives, we're not saying like this is acceptable. I think we said it last year that yeah. the, the League Cup was disastrous and we need to do better this year. We do. In bigger perspective, I'm not saying it's the season over. If we don't get through the League Cup, I am. I mean, it is very bad, I, but I'm not going to call him for his sack, like, to get sacked. It's a very different situation when you look at, say, Jim Goodwin losing their, their two opening games and, you know, but then you look at how he ended the season as well with Dundee United. It's very different to how we ended the season. You know, people yeah. are calling for Robinson to get out despite the fact it was our highest league position in like. Yeah, people years. have people have short memories. I saw one uh, one post on I think it was, it was either Pine Bottle or Black White Army saying how Robinson got lucky a few a few good games last season. It's like well, people have short memories, but retroactively mm-hmm. changing yeah. things. But it was a it was our best season in generations and it's that was in like massive in part due to Robinson. Mm-hmm. So don't get me wrong, we should get this group. Like we, I think we really need to get this group. But if we don't, we don't win a competition. We probably wouldn't have won anyway. Mm-hmm. 
And then Constitution um, League, fuck it. Uh, I also saw someone on Twitter saying this is the most, pardon me, sorry, uh, most disastrous uh, transfer window we've had since Stubbs. Shall we yeah. maybe go that far? <laughs> I mean, it's not. No, I don't think it's been a disastrous transfer window at all. I think it's just, you know, I think people just want signings and then because we're not signing just anybody, people are taking the half, but that's yeah. what, is what it is. Anyway. We're, signing, we're signing smarter than we ever have and you'd hope that we don't panic. I don't I don't see Robinson and Steam panicking and signing cough, Miggy Day cough, but... Mm-hmm. Aye, we'll, we'll see. The height of coming weeks will be really interesting. Mm-hmm. But on that note, you know, um, patreon.com forward slash misery hunters. Um, one extra episode you can go listen to is there. Uh, I think the Patreon will be getting recorded later in the week, so it will come out a wee bit later than this one. Um, you also get entered into monthly prize draws. Last month we gave away a season ticket. This month we're giving away... Uh, one of the new fancy training tops. Aye, the prizes get progressively worse month by month. Oh, yeah, <laughs> by wait, Christmas, you'll get a pack wait, of pack wait, of drink. Wait till you see next month. I don't know if it's better or worse. It's gonna be great. Um, keep your eyes peeled to our Twitter. We might have a wee giveaway uh, appearing at the weekend in lieu with the our broth game. Uh, Misryhunters.co.uk for our merch. Uh, we should get a new T-shirt. I know I've been saying that for like half a season now. Like, uh, we should get a new t-shirt designed, but we will eventually. And I mean, the last t-shirt you designed there for the the fantasy oh, football winner was... Excellent. That'll take some beating. I know, that will take some beating. If you haven't seen that, you know, just I think it's on our Twitter and Instagram. It's on Instagram as well. Uh, yeah, so so go have a wee look at that. It's also on our threads, but I don't really... I don't really look at threads. I don't think that's... No, I think, I think that, that, that ship might have sailed. I think um, it's passed. You know, what we've all crawled back in our cages, like, Zoo animals that didn't know what to do on the outside. <laughs> but um, yeah, go to everything on that. I think all the links are in the bios of these podcasts as well. And um, Pays a craft beer, oh, 25 Long Street. Yep. I mean, everybody knows that by now. Aye, it's he he a good good shop. It's it a great shop. And if you have visited and I've said that the draft's not working, it should be fixed by the end of this week. <laughs> um, and uh, fuck, uh, do you know what? Fuck Stephen Presley. Fuck Alan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Alan McGregor Tifo that was behind them. <laughs> Did the sponsor was the Union Bears? I think that's the funniest thing. <laughs> Those guys, they're just class. Yeah. Good for them. Keep it up. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.